Broadcasting live from Florida's capital city, this is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Jeff Cameron Show on Alive Nations Friday. Great to be with you. Thanks for being here with us. I'm Jeff. That is Tom. Director Matthew, as always, here as well. At J. Cameron Show on Twitter. Later today, happy hour, Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Look forward to seeing everybody there. Going to make it out there tonight as... Uh, <sighs> I didn't know if that was possible, but I made it. And I'm ready to go. Ready to go, buddy. I mean, not like a crazy party, but I'll be there. Right. Is, is it a medicinal Guinness for you tonight? Is that what's going on? <laughs> well, Guinness is actually very low in alcohol content, so you can sip a Guinness and be all right. You can sip two, and you'll be all right. Four out of five doctors recommend yeah, that it do. will just heal yeah, you straight they up. they do. Um, so, it is a weekend where I think a lot of people – it's funny to note that there, we've played other games this year where our fan base was less confident than they are this week going into the Duke game, and I think that the Duke game presents uh, a more of a challenge. I mean, I, I had more people reach out and and talk a little bit about their concerns with Syracuse or you know the thought that um, down the line the game against Miami or Florida or you know I'm even up at Pitt if they're starting to turn the corner. We'll see. Pitt's got to put. Two, two in a row together. They might this weekend, um, as opposed to Duke. And it's the name. It's the name. It's Duke. And we've never, ever lost to Duke. And I think that just permeates the fan base. Like, oh, well, not only have we never lost to Duke, we really haven't played very many close, quote, games. There's never been a moment where you thought, we're going to lose to Duke. Like, it's, it's not happened. So – they just don't see it as a challenge. I think they're excited about the time of the game, the weather, all the things surrounding the game. But I think the game itself presents challenges for Florida State. They very well meet, may meet these challenges and have no problem. I hope that's the case. Talking about another huge step forward for the program and for the season if they do. But I actually think the game presents some challenges, especially if you don't get off to a great start and the game ends up being played with fewer possessions and more in the form of the way Duke wants to play the game. Yeah, it's a test of being uncomfortable a little bit. You know, Our offense has to do some things that they're not accustomed to doing in order to succeed. But I think part of it also is that there's a bit of smoke and mirrors to what Duke has done so far this season. You know, The, the Clemson score is not indicative of the game, the way the game was played. You know, both Will Shipley and Phil Moffa combined for over six yards of carry against Duke. They were very successful in that game, right. more so than they were against Syracuse. And then Notre Dame, again, if you're just looking for a spot to play that game if you're Duke, and then also a variety of what their offense brings to the table, it's a great matchup for the Duke defense. And also in that game, they were aided by Notre Dame self-inflicted wounds, where again, in that first half, just about every drive, maybe short one, 
had a penalty, a killer penalty, which Notre Dame for some reason got off schedule because they couldn't snap the ball. Like they're playing at you know yeah. Death Valley or something yeah. along those lines, or they get killed with an untimely holding penalty. But they don't have receivers on the outside as Notre Dame's offense, at least not that week they didn't. And so that's bad, number one. Number two, they like to play close to the line of scrimmage. Duke loves that. It's just I think there's a little bit of smoke and mirrors. So maybe Syracuse was a little worse than we than I personally build him up to be last week, defensively speaking. But maybe Duke is is a bit of a paper tiger a little bit because of the circumstances of how they got to their record. Yeah, and if if, by the way, if Riley Leonard isn't available to play, it changes the dynamic of the game. Obviously, it becomes uh really an uphill battle for Duke to have a chance at that point. Just to have a chance. Like they you wouldn't even expect them to be really kind of in the game late in this if if again Riley Leonard's not playing. Unless this kid, and there's no evidence to suggest he should, just comes in and plays way over his head. It's possible that the game still has to be played. And but. it's also against us. That that's a factor now, and it hasn't been for such a long time for us. But when you play yeah. Florida State, you are trying as as hard as you possibly can to get your name out there, to show your wares, because this is a top five opponent. This is everything that the brand, the iconic brand that Mike Norvell talked about in his uh, introductory press conference, this yeah. is, we're, we're back to that for every opponent that we have. So you're going to see the best that they have. You're going to see extra tricks. You're going to see whatever. All of it. They're going to play over their heads. What you see on film, you'll see a better version than the best thing you see on film about a player, because that's what it is to play Florida State now. Well, and I, by the way, as an aside, has nothing to do with the result of the game. I hope we're on point this weekend with the uniform. I hope we're wearing classic, traditional Florida State uniforms because my man Duke is coming in here looking clean. Have you seen that? What are they doing? All, oh, all whites? It is beautiful. Oh, they're going to get smoked. No, no, they are. Wait till you see them. They're gorgeous. Nice. They, I mean, clean. They're breaking out a special uni for this it's game? just, wait till you see them, Tommy. Oh, they're beautiful. You're going to get smoked. As people who appreciate uniforms, regardless of the side we're on, this uniform that Duke is wearing tomorrow, you're like, oh, well, that, well, that is, that's what you do, Duke. They should make that their permanent uniforms. They're just classy. I think that's perfectly fit for their coffin. It's wonderful. <laughs> they're going to look lovely in there for the wake. So are you picking us like 60 to 7? I no, mean, I goodness, just, I, you have no respect for Duke. Well, None. I don't have any respect for that offense at this point because even well, if Leonard plays, he's hobbled, and right. that's, that's no, his no, best that's, asset. That's the biggest thing, yeah. I mean, if he played, uh, it would be different. I mean, he does not get sacked. He's able to run around and avoid it. Let's just say I feel very comfortable that if we can score 24 points, we're going to win the football game. So maybe that's not the definition of a blowout, but what I'm saying is if the race is to 24, I mean – I think we're going to get to 24. I do, too. We almost that would be it. something if we didn't. Be a testament to that Duke defense. Um, I, I I will tell you that I think Florida State does as well, and that's why I picked us. But I And I, I think Florida State's a better team. Don't get me wrong. I just think that Florida State has some, some inconsistencies, some holes in their offensive game that could – I think you could say if that happens tomorrow, we're a bit bothered at halftime. We're a bit sort of mm, out of sorts. You know, you could see a game. Well, hell, we are infinitely superior to the last two opponents that we faced, and we're still dicking around in, in halftime, just sitting here wondering why in the world this is what it is, right? I mean, we're that was infuriating. It so we was. found a way to do those things. Yes, we were pitter-pattering, yes. So, I mean, that now you have a team that actually, you know, 
might play a little defense and cause you to be disrupted on but, offense. Uh, but Virginia Tech, you're up 22 to nothing. I mean, you did in the first quarter, not at half. No, but what I'm saying is you proved that you could start fast. So that that part Agreed, of the but my point is, is that you were so much better. There was never a reason for that second quarter to happen. I know a lot of things had to happen that happened. like officiating, which you were. Well, they're going to officiate tomorrow, right. and they're never good. So there you go. I mean, but by the end of the game, yes, you were fine. You right? were fine, yeah. and I and I'm yeah. saying the same thing. I'm saying that you have a disciplined team who will play smart, and then if you are inefficient, which we occasionally are very inefficient, next thing you know, you're looking up at the scoreboard, going, "Okay, I'm getting a little concerned." That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I will be concerned if and when. Well, sorry, forget the strike the win. If Duke has say north of ten points on the board in the first half, because what that means is turnovers or something crazy on special teams likely has happened to put them in a short field, and that that was not an earned score of some kind. I don't think they can, on their merits, line up with neutral field position and score more than ten points in the first half tomorrow. I just don't think it can be done. I think it's unlikely as well. But if they have it at halftime. But half it's a time, kitchen sink game. But let's say it's 17-13 at half and Duke has the 13. I'm like, all right, well, now I'm concerned because they've proven that they can put up a number that I thought was going to be their game total in 30 minutes. But it's just a lot has to go right for that offense it's- to amass the points necessary to beat us. I mean, that's the name of the game, right? How do they get to 24? How do they get to 28? Yeah, they would need us to turn the ball over on our own end. You know, you'd have to see something silly like that. Um, but I, I think the reason that I talk about the inefficiencies on first down and some of the problems in the run game is because, again, some things aren't changing for us. The offensive line is okay. It's an okay offensive line. It's not a good offensive line. It's an okay offensive but line. But it's an offensive line that has seen two defensive fronts that are better at stuff rate and tackles for loss. That is, that is correct. That is correct. But they didn't exactly move the ball against those teams. I mean, Clemson did whatever they wanted to do to Florida State. Syracuse was the other, though. You know what I think of that team. But but listen. Numbers be damned for no, Syracuse, but not for Duke. Are you watching Syracuse? Yes. They suck every week now. They're going to get blown out the rest of the year, not too. Against, Will Shipley averaged 3.8 uh, yards per carry. That's the one game you're going to circle, and I get why it's you would do it. It's a pretty big game. I'm, since that time, that team has been hurt all up and down the board. After that game, they were hurt. He averaged 7 yards a carry against Duke. I understand. I'm not Same telling guy. you Duke is the 80. I'm not telling you that Duke is, is prolific. I'm telling you that Duke is sound and that our offensive line is average. And our offensive line is average. You're not going to argue about that. No. And we've watched us struggle to block it up in the run game consistently. That's true. So, and I also love, I wish Duke played the 3-3-5. I'm all about that. Go ahead, <laughs> come run in here with your silly 3-3-5. We'll attack that all day long. I think it's a recipe for disaster. Anyhow, my, my point would be. So we, they're not the 85 Bears. They're not the best defense we've seen. Not even close. Okay. Not well, even important. close. I, I, what I'm saying is if I look at our deficiencies, it's the offensive line. Duke will play sound up front. They'll be where they're supposed to be. They won't have two linebackers in the same gap. They won't do dumb things that way. They'll play smart. If you are inconsistent and you don't block it up, and we've had stretches where that's the case. That is true. And you're only reliant on the big play. I'm not saying you can't hit big plays. I mean, we hit big plays against everybody. We, we can, do. We hit big plays against everybody. We can also break out perimeter plays in the passing game that we haven't done a bunch of yet. And this, this would be exciting for me. This is what I'm saying. Take the next step. Play offense. Don't rely on solely the big play. I get it. When you got big playmakers, 
Keon Coleman's a huge playmaker. You got to utilize it. I'm not saying never throw it deep. And I'm not saying don't take advantage of those mismatches when you have them. But we've seen Jordan and have a fallback plan where even when it's not schemed, he tries to force the ball down the field. And that's what's led to those low completion percentages that right. we've talked about. And this is what Duke wants you to do is try and force it over the middle. So you see, very the recipe, you see the recipe. I do. And I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I think there's reason to respect that you could be in a, yes. a, a tight game in the second half. Oh, there's a reason. Yes, this is a good defense. It's the most well-coached defense, I think, that you're going to face. Because yes, the course. talent doesn't suggest they should put the numbers up in the production well, they're that they have. they're also all seniors. I mean, we talked but, about this over and over again. But they have not seen these types of receivers on Agreed. their schedule yet. Agreed. So that's a mismatch on the outside that they have not I'll seen. I'll concede that completely. And we have seen a better defensive front. We've seen a much better group of linebackers who can cover the middle. Oh, Clemson's got the best group of linebackers in the country almost. Duke I mean, could not against Notre Dame, and Notre Dame had one pass target. Well, that's it. And that is good news for us. Completely yeah. agree. That is really good news for us. The point was we can each make a compelling case for how a game is going to go. Sure. I couldn't make a compelling case last week. I couldn't make a compelling – I couldn't. I couldn't make a compelling case for Virginia Tech. You and I walked all through the day together saying this is going to be a blowout. And, yeah. I mean, it really basically should have been ugly, ugly, ugly. I think what you hear in my voice, the comfort factor, is is about Duke's offense more than it is about – it's like last week. Yes, I, I was talking about Syracuse defense specifically as a great challenge, but I wasn't afraid we were going to lose the ball. No, and you meant it – and I, in fairness to you, you meant it as a challenge of discipline for us. Yes. Because physically they're not great. And because Syracuse our defense great. was going to take the field. and that's, I wasn't worried one iota about losing the ball. Game. No, It was not. just the challenge that was presented was unique, and it could, it's an opportunity to show different so things of the this offense. this is less about scheme. I'm not – I feel is, the same way about this game. I feel comfortable about that, and I think that Duke's numbers are amassed in a bit of smoke and mirrors, and this is the wrong matchup for them. Oh, it's it's not a great matchup for Duke. I agree. If I'm a Duke fan and I'm flipping this thing, I'm terrified that we don't match up athletically. Right. I mean, that's the first thing I'm going to say. I'm going to be like, well, guys, I get we're well-coached and we're smart, and we're also very physical compared to most Duke teams, and we're going to be where we're supposed to be. But, you know, lots of people were where they were supposed to be when Randy Moss ran past them. So, I mean, it doesn't do you any good. Right. Just be where you're supposed to be. If the other guy's just yeah. bigger, stronger, faster it's than not you, like Sam I, Hartman's running a four three, <laughs> right? You know, so, no, I, 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 I agree. If I flip it and I'm arguing on Duke's radio today, I'm in the triangle. I'm saying, guys, I think we have a puncher's chance. Agreed. We're well coached. We're disciplined. They're a little, little inefficient on offense, and if we don't give up big plays, we're in it in the second half. There's also a chance we get blown out because they're bigger, stronger, faster. That's how I'm presenting it. If I'm at Duke, because I think that's true too. And that's the beauty of this game, though, that I think differs from some of the other ones we've played that we've had these discussions for. I mean, I've, you know, in, in the past, we've kind of just been like, eh. I mean, the Virginia Tech game, I didn't even know what to say that week after watching them on film. I was like, well, this team is ass. Right. There's nothing they can do. I just, I think this is a great spot for us because it feels to me similar as Sy to Syracuse, but the whole nation thinks of it differently because of Duke's record and, oh, and, and the us. number next to their name, the ranking. I just, I think it's very similar. So maybe it's just me reacting to. Well, I think it's pushback on your part to the way Duke is described nationally. Yeah, yeah. I'm I like, think that's what they're it is. good. Do not get me wrong; they're a well coached. This is the best coach defense we've seen. They try. They care. They're quick. Yeah, they're they're faster than I've ever seen a Duke defense be before. Yeah, I mean, they're coordinated. Duke. Like, there's a lot to like about this. Oh, they're team. heading in the right direction. The sad but, part for them is that Elko will take another job, and but back in your hole tomorrow. You know. <laughs> well, and I love that it's a night game, and we'll be pumped up, and. Certainly, the other good thing is that because Duke 
has performed well because they ended up on the scoreboard demolishing Clemson, right? I mean, we both watched the game. I know it didn't play that way, but the score was the score. My point in saying any of that is that our players saw that, see the score of that game. So it's an easy talking point for Mike and the staff. Like, well, this team, by the way, handled Clemson easily. This reminds me of a spirited discussion we had in the past about which Zaxby's was better, the one on Monroe or the one on Capital Circle. I knew you were going to spin it to that, but I didn't know how you were going to get there. And the tradition is complete. Um, you said Monroe or which one? Or Capital Circle of Mayhem. Oh, it's the Capital Circle one. That's that's the better one. See, this is why we got in a fight. Yeah. Monroe is amazing. Yeah. You love Monroe, but I'm a Capital City guy. Luckily, there are 54 Zaxby's all about town. What part of Monroe? North! <laughs> Uh, 54 neighborhood Zaxby's in Tallahassee. And at 54, that's one in your neighborhood. That's what that is. And you can go get the platter tomorrow because you're going to need it. You're going to start early. long day. What time do they open up the tailgate lots tomorrow? My guess is noon. Usually for night kicks, it's around noon. So I would just tell you guys, load up on the platters. Two platters. Yeah, get two platters. get Get a ton of sauces. One platter per five people. Make sure your friend that's nervous... Make sure your friend that is a little on edge, make sure your friend who's desperately wanting to see this team get through this season undefeated and thinks that Duke might be a slight threat, just a slight threat, make sure he's eating a little bit. Because if he doesn't eat, he'll drink out of nervousness. And then he's got no food on his stomach. He could have had delicious Zaxby's. We brought two platters for you. Stop by and get them. You got hours with which to nibble. It's grazing. It's glorious. And it's tasty grazing at that. 54 Zaxby's. And think of the support. 18 plus years as a Golden Chief. Was that near the the game total? 54? What did you have it at? 30. What did I pick? 34, 14? Okay. No, so you have under. You have under the uh, the Zaxby's total. I see. What was the... (laughs) What was my pick? People out there know. I think I picked 31, 14. So clearly, I, right. yeah. so clearly yeah. I like Florida State to win comfortably, yeah. and yeah. I have them covering, I might add. So, you know, we're on the same side here. Just I could see scenarios it's, that are... It's the same way last week. I had us 45-17 over Qs after yeah. talking about what their defense would do. <laughs> and you yeah. kind of scored 45. Well, because at some point, their offense is going to keep giving us the ball, you know? That, that, You're going to have a lot of true. at-bats. Also, I didn't... From day one, I didn't like what I heard from Dino, who was basically admitting to you we were going to get blown out. That dude has to stop that. I mean, there's only 17 Syracuse fans that care, but, I mean, stop doing that, dude. Have you ever seen Mike Norvell's eyes? I mean, (laughs) they're beautiful. He's a beautiful man. And that quarterback's the best that's ever played college football. I'm like, Jesus, Dino. Get a grip, man. I can see why people say yes. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) The Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply 
Welcome back to the Jeff Cameron Show, sponsored by Legendary Home Loans, a mortgage experience designed around speed, simplicity, and customer service. Before you buy your next home, contact our friend Shannon Young with Legendary Home Loans. Visit FSUHomeLoans.com, FSUHomeLoans.com. Nations Friday, good song, good choice. About to do Red Zone with our partners that uh, I've really enjoyed uh, getting to know and, and and hang out with and learn about and uh, partner with. And uh, let's let's talk about it right now as we get set with the Red Zone. You would, don't have to quite play the uh, outlandish but fun buffer just yet, as I do need to at least mention artisan financial strategies. And what they do. And uh, you guys know how important it is to score in the red zone. Got to have success in the retirement zone as well. The five years leading up to your retirement date and immediate five years after. Critical. Got to have some thoughtful planning for you and your family. And our friend, Adam Tolliver, and he's a fellow Noel. His team at Artisan Financial Strategies prepared to coach you up to victory. Some of us are at midfield. Some of us are in the red zone on the goal line about to score. Either way, they've got you covered. Making sure you know how much money you can spend without running out of it, that's important. My youngest son doesn't understand that. He doesn't have to. He's 13. I say, son, now this is 20 bucks. This is all you get right now. Don't come back to me for more. Five minutes later, I need more. What happened to the other money? Well, we were playing this game, and you had to keep putting money in in order for, I'm like, yeah, that's how the games work, son. What about this process? Well, we couldn't. I mean, we were winning. It's called Hold'em, Dad. <laughs> no, it's video games usually. That's not unlike me when I was his age, so luckily he doesn't have to think about retirement right now. Don't want to run out of money. Protecting yourself and your family against rising health care costs or carefully planning your legacy, the Artisan team brings a combined 30-plus years of planning experience, world-class resources to help you navigate the way. For more information, head over to noelretirement.com. That's all one word, noelretirement.com. Welcome to the majesty. Every freaking rep. The elegance. To win the game. Bowling hits the upright. It's no good. You have entered. Someone burned down the funeral home. You burned the funeral home. Lives will be changed. Sideline. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Mothers will cry. When you see your players give all that they have and, uh, and you lose that way, it's tough. Legacies are etched into eternity. I know who I am. No, Arthur, South Dakota was his brother from West Virginia. This is the Red Zone. That's good to know. Man, pretty soon we may only have that Jimbo clip and a few others to remember him by as he's out of the game. Goodness. Times are tough at Texas A&M. I hope he does TV, and that way he gets in one of those shows where it's just two dudes and a television screen, and he gets mad and gets on a roll. That will be legendary. If he could find a way to loosen up and finish sentences, um, it would maybe suit him because he could certainly break down any play. He did for the draft for a couple of years on NFL Network, and he was excellent at it. It's the finishing of the sentences, complete thoughts. (laughs) 
You know, that whole thing. All right, what are the questions? Let's go. Let's right. fire it up. First, First down. First down. Over, under, five and a half design quarterback runs for Jordan Travis tomorrow. Five and a half. Under. Okay. By a lot? No. Okay. So you think that they're going to... I think it's five. They're going to break it. You think it's five? Okay. Yeah, I think it's five. Second down. Who has more receiving yards tomorrow? Johnny Wilson or Jaheim Bell? Jaheim Bell. Is that relatively close in your mind? Yes. Okay. All right. You're very decisive for yeah. having these. No, I've got the game played out in my head. All right. Third down. Get a quick answer then. Over under four and a half tackles for loss for the Duke defense. There we go. That's a good yeah. number, Tom. That's a good number. Over. Ooh, all right. Mm-hmm. More quarterback sacks or run stuffs? Run stuffs. Okay. Right. Fourth down. Here we go. Game on the line. Will this be a game within 10 points, I define, as a game in the fourth quarter? No. Okay. No. All right. There it is. You have exited the red zone, more successful than most NFL teams. I like that. That was fun. And I liked it because that was a, a good way to write the script of a football game. I can see, you know, I'm giving Duke credit with the over on the tackles for loss. I think we'll have several runs get stuffed behind the line of scrimmage, second and ten and a half, second, you know, whatever it might be. And then I don't think that they'll get to Jordan a lot because I think he's going to get the ball out of his hands. Uh, that would be a game plan thing, too, which would be a good sign. Correct. And then I think that their offense is going to have a hard time, meaning uh, Dukes, moving the football, and that will wear on them, and Florida State will be able to broaden the, the you know the, the, the margin by the fourth quarter that you're talking about. So, no, yeah, I, I feel good about those picks. Okay, so a related question. Jaheim is going to be a, a higher receiver in terms of yardage than Johnny Wilson tomorrow. Well, because I think they'll split up the receiving yards amongst the amongst that group. I, I actually think that Keon will have success, Johnny will have success, but then maybe Destin and a couple other guys will have success too. If you had to sp- uh, put a number on Keon, or sorry, sorry, Jaheim, for an over-under. An over-under for Jaheim Bell receiving yards. What do you like? You know, I, the only thing that I would argue against my pick for Jaheim is how much they could use Morlock as well. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. the tight ends are going to be a uh, – that's really what I'm getting at. When I when I take the over there on Jaheim, it's really a, about tight ends. Is this a Kyle Morlock game? It's Well, it's a tight end game. I think it's a tight end game. I think Kyle Morlock I – mean, listen, they've force-fed him the football. They, they like him a lot, um, and he is an, a, a really good athlete. So he's a great target. Jaheim is too. I know for a fact that Jaheim came back really strong this week. The reports out of practice were that he was awesome this week, which means he's – one thing I care about that is that it means he's completely healthy. Correct. And and Duke does not have one of those freaks at safety slash linebacker. That's that running cover. with you, yeah. Correct. And and they struggled to cover Notre Dame's tight end. So, I to me, this, this feels like a tight end game. If I lose that bet, it's because they divvy it up amongst the tight ends, including Marquiston might have a couple. Boy, we're hell-bent on running that Marquiston screen – that, that's I, I, the only way he's on the field, the it seems. Way, I, yeah. It's curious to me. Uh, he catches the ball well, down the field, too, guys. I don't know. Maybe they're saving a shot play to Marquiston for this week. Why would you need to burn it against Virginia Tech a or Syracuse? A lot of uh, the discussion surrounding Florida State is how much they're saving, period. And I think that is a fine argument to make. I think that you could sit back and say, look at the look at the rotation of players. Look at the reps or lack thereof for the guys that you consider to be frontline players. 
look at how much they withheld, you know, from week to week within the offense that we've seen them do either earlier this year in the LSU game or previous seasons. It feels like Mike has made a concerted effort to try to make sure everybody's legs are where they need to be for the home stretch. And one thing he said about um, the Boston College game, why it was so disappointing, it was a weird quote. Yeah, because he was pissed. He wanted to get him off the field. And he said, we put some things on film that we wish we didn't. Right. And that could be about effort. That could be about mistakes. It also could be about, I had to break something out I didn't want to break out for a situation. Like the fourth down call that was brought back because of the illegal formation. Well, and that was a great call, and Warlock was right there. They got it. They converted it easily. But All of it. If you're going with your theory on this, mm-hmm. then that would be a, a piece of evidence. Oh, I think it's true. I just think you look at some of these snap counts, and you're like, well... So-and-so played 20 snaps today. That's curious. You know, I, I, I do. I think it's fascinating. Uh, it's a hell of a way to do it. it. It's not arrogance. Other teams do it. If you're really, really good, and listen, I don't think he thought Syracuse was a threat. You could start to see the snap counts. You're like, okay, he doesn't believe they can move the ball. All right, so will you feel good tomorrow if uh, in the third drive you've got all four backup defensive <laughs> linemen out changes? there? You're yeah. like, really? Yeah. Yeah, I will, and I wouldn't be surprised. That's the part of the game that Florida State has a distinct advantage. Lundy Omar Graham, you know, third drive of the game. That would tell you something, wouldn't it? It would. It would. Uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Yes, it would. It's Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Time to do battle with my mother next. The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness, two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com. Libations Friday, ACDC, and bets with mom, which is what we do now. She is still up three. We're getting into the meat of the schedule, which now means I've got to make a move. And, of course, the Chargers do what the Chargers do and uh, cost me a chance at a clean sweep. So we split just uh, last week, which now makes it still mom up three. So we'll have to see. I don't know. Didn't ask her. I could always go back and look. I had Jacksonville last night over New Orleans. I assume she did too. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Did you check before you came Well, on? she was wondering. She said, did he have Jacksonville? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, no. The Saints can't be trusted. This is a, a mess of an offense uh, in New Orleans. Hello, mama. Before you say hello back, let's cue it up. And now for another edition of the family pick, Nick. Take it away, Jeffrey. All right, Mom, now you can say hello. Welcome in. How are you? Hello. I'm fine, sweetie. How are you feeling? I'm better. I'm better. uh, This has been a bad week, but I'm good today. First uh, day where I feel like I'm kind of on the other side. Oh, that's good. I'm glad. Well, I'm still, I'm hanging in. I haven't, I haven't come down with anything. Thank goodness. Knock on wood. After being that den of sickness that you were last week here, which is known as my household between two sick kids and my wife and me, I, it's a miracle. I know. It is a miracle. I'm a tough old critter. I was going to say, just think a woman of your age making it out of there alive. It's a miracle. 
It is a miracle. Oh, my <laughs> Lordy. Well, yes, I did have Jacksonville last night. I figured you did. I, yeah, as you said, I think New Orleans is a little iffy. Well, they got some real problems. It's fun to watch. I like seeing them be iffy. Uh, I know, I know, I know. This week, I know I've got two or three iffy ones here again. But, yes, we split, so I'm still three up. All right, so this will get interesting. You ready? I hope so. All right. We got the worst game ever played in the National Football League leading things off. Las Vegas Raiders at Chicago Bears. Oh, Lordy, that is the truth, isn't it? Awful. Yeah, I took Las Vegas. Both teams have the backup quarterback in, just so you know. So no starting quarterback for Vegas or Chicago. Yeah, I know it. I, it is going to be a, a terrible game. Hopefully we don't have to watch it, but I don't know. You don't have to watch it. Believe me, you don't have to watch it. Okay, well, anyway, I took Vegas. I, I'm not exactly sure why, but I just did. I'm having a hard time, but I'll take Vegas. I just would never bet this game ever. I, it's awful, but, yeah, I'm, we're in agreement. Yeah. Cl- Cleveland at Indianapolis. Yeah, I took Cleveland. Me too. I think the massage-addicted quarterback is going to be back this week, so we'll see. Uh, I wasn't sure about that, but anyway, yeah. I, uh, I did pick them. Their defense is awesome. Uh, Buffalo at New England? Yes, I took Buffalo. Uh, another horrific game here. Washington at the Giants. Oh, Ugh. yeah. Oh, oh, I, yeah, why do they have these? Yeah, they have to. They're in the same division. What are you going to do? Um, I have Washington. I guess, yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm with you. That's awful. It's awful. Here's our first disagreement: Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Oh no, I'm taking Tampa Bay to bounce back. Yeah, I'm taking Atlanta. I, I got the I got the Falcons. You've got the Bucks. All right, see now you're gonna lose that one. Detroit at Baltimore. I took Detroit. I'll take Baltimore. Here we oh, go. We're rolling on Big River. Oh boy, I like it. Pittsburgh at the Rams. Oh, yeah, that's not too good of a game either. Um, I, t- I took the Rams. I did, too. Okay. I did, too. Don't like it. Coin flip game. We I could very well lose it, but all right. <laughs> uh, Arizona at Seattle. Seattle. Yep. Green Bay at Denver. Ooh. I know. That's not, oh, that's not too great. I took Green Bay. Me, too. Uh, Chargers, sorry ass against Kansas City. Oh, I took Kansas City. Of course. Now watch. The Chargers will win big. I know. I know. It's one of those ones where you think. That game feels like it, too, because the Chargers always play Kansas City well. It's very strange. I know. I know. It's hard to pick against Kansas City, though, although I do think Kansas City is not as good as they have been. That's that's absolutely quantifiably true. Their offense is average. Uh, Miami at Philadelphia in the game of the week. That is a game of the games, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And I struggled with this game. And I will say that I really would like Miami to win this game, and I hope they do, but I took Philly. They're playing at Philly, and I just don't know. You know, they might get in there and sack to or whatever a few times, and I just don't know. I know <laughs> Miami's faster than lightning, but I just I love I just that you're like, I don't know because they could sack them. Well. Yeah, I, mean. <laughs> I know. They might hurt him. They might have to come out of the game or something. And, and so I just I had to pick Philadelphia. I'm going to take Philadelphia, but that's maybe the last time I default to Philadelphia because every time I watch them, they're not very good. I know, I know. They're I well, I would love.
love it if Miami would beat them because you know I don't like anything much about Philadelphia. <laughs> I, am, I, am, I am picking them. <laughs> uh, San Francisco at the Vikings, which, you know, a couple years ago would have been a fun game. I know. I took San Fran. Yeah, ass kicking. All right, so we've got a couple different. Yep, we got Baltimore, Detroit, and Tampa Bay, Atlanta. Okay, well, we might split again. You never know. I hope I lose the uh, Tampa Bay Atlanta game, obviously. I hope you do, too. I hope you do, too. Well, uh, well, we'll see. Now, you guys, who do you play this week? Duke. Duke? Oh, Duke. Duke's pretty good. Yep, top 20 team. Wow. Well, we'll see what happens. And it's a night game, right? That is correct, Bob. Oh, I, those are fun games. I, I, you know, every time I try to pick a game, of course, they never announce the times ahead of time. I'd love to go to a night game. Come on back up this weekend. I, <laughs> I know. You hop in the car today. You'll be here in no time. I know. I know. Well, I'll, I, I won't do that, but I do want to come to a night game one of these times. All right, Mama. Love you. All right. Love you, too. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There's mom. All right. Would she come up for the Miami game if it's a night kick, or was she not like the hostility? No, no, she's fine with that. She'd yeah. come up. Yeah, she'd come up. She'd she'd laugh. I think years and years and years ago, mid '90s, she came up for Florida State Miami. But I, but it wasn't not it was not a night game. I think it was a noon kickoff actually. Well, in those days, all the big games were they seemingly were. at noon. Florida State Miami back in the day was noon all the time. Yeah, um, that always bothered me. Don't do that. As a student, I'm sure. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah. I barely yeah. got home. Oh, yeah. You're barely awake as you're walking oh, in the stadium. Man. It's too late. I, I remember many a days for those noon kickoffs, walking in with that sweat pouring off you. You're just like, mm, let's keep it together. Let's keep it together. I remember my first Florida game uh, as a student was 2006. It was 21-14 was the final. That was a noon kick just after Thanksgiving. And I remember walking into the stadium thinking, I only had time. For a half of a red cup of beer. This is ridiculous. And you know what's funny about that when you describe it now, now that we're all sophisticated and older? The idea of being hungover, walking into a stadium, and somebody handing you a warm beer in a solo cup just sounds like instant vomit. It's like the worst thing ever. Like, seriously, this is what we're doing? Yeah. Take it, man. But it... <laughs> We all know what that smell is oh. of the plastic cup and the beer. It was a solo cup in my generation. It might have been a Dixie cup in your generation. No, it, it was a solo cup. We had solo cups, Tom. They existed the back then. The post-Dixie era? The red, the red solo cups existed good. even back thing. then, buddy. We weren't flipping them yet, but they still existed. Well, were you ponging them? Yeah, beer pong existed back in the it day. It did? Yeah. I didn't know and that. And also quarters into the cups. Quarters, yeah. yeah. Quarters was the big thing back then. You had the quarters master. That's the game you could play in the bar, too. Yeah, you could play yeah, you that in the bar. You could play it on your coffee table in the living room as you were pre-drinking. Although back in the day, they must have had great waterproof covers. But AJ's used to, on the pool tables, set up the beer pong. They would have the cover over the pool table itself, and then you that would turn into a beer pong tournament. People of a certain age, including yourself, we miss AJ's. That was a, a good was place. It was a good setup. That it was, was just a good place. You know... The type of person you were. If you you like AJ's, do you like to go upstairs? Or you like downstairs? I Down, love downstairs. downstairs. You're my kind of guy. Yeah, you you're my kind of guy. You didn't need to be upstairs. No, that's only for your first or second year on campus, just to understand what what campus you're on. Yeah, the uh, the downstairs where it's at. You got the big daddy right when you walked through the door. Yep. I mean, you weren't half and stepping. Flipping Tuesdays was amateur hour night. That's where the amateurs go. You know, because it's it's packed to the gills. The Wednesdays and the Fridays were the good nights of the AJs. Yeah, and at a certain time, and I, some of these people are still alive, so I don't want to talk about it. There were certain coaches that would make their way in there uh, on a late night, and you'd be like, well. 
Also, one other thing. I see somebody talking about flipping Tuesdays. When you are younger than 21, you go to amateur hour events. Because oh, when you're young and dumb, you do all the stupid yes. stuff. When you get one to 21, does, when you get like, to 21 plus, you're like, no, nah, man, I will take the uh, the bottle of beer out of the beer pit for an extra dollar. Thank you very much. So the Jescos could probably hear me right now. They were the owners of AJ's and uh, John and Jason. Uh, I'm just going to tell you, it was a different time, Tom, but they somehow magically had the staff of staffs. It was, oh, it yeah. was an impressive yeah. array of... That always makes me sad. Because the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, rest in peace we'll to come, one of them. We'll come back and wrap it up now that we go down this wrong road. Uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll Damn. wrap it up momentarily. I, why'd you do that? We were rolling along. There I were hundreds can't control of where my mind goes. <laughs> the Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the Warchant.com Multimedia Network. Check out Warchant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. Tell me if you think this is real or not. Just a guess. Got a text just now. The USPS package has arrived at the warehouse but cannot be delivered due to incomplete address and billing information. Should I tell them? Well, no, I think that means that your runner did not pay the proper amount for what illicit thing that you've purchased. <laughs> so you might want to get with your guy. Please confirm your billing information. Okay. What's the package? I should ask them. Poor old people, man. I know, man. They get. I had a guy. This is crazy. I actually went in to deliver. I had to send uh, two things off. It doesn't matter why. Anyway, I was at UPS. And this guy walked in with that message or something akin. And he was, it had to be in his 80s. And he walked up to the lady behind the counter and he goes, I don't understand this, but can you help me find this package? And she was like, well, sir, it's there is no package. That's... They're trying to scam you. Aww. And the poor dude looked just sad. I was like, oh, damn it, man. That stinks. That poor, And he's evidence how many of these people get screwed. Walter, if he turns around, <laughs> would you like to get lunch? Let's go get lunch, I mean, Walter. it was rough. Hey, real quick, thanks Woo! to uh, Troy Noll here. Happy Friday. Uh, Jeff and Tom, he sent this right at the outset. Didn't get to it yet. I'll be at the uh, last home game of the year. Can't wait to see you guys at the Indigo pregame show FSU 38, Duke 14. All right. All he right. was at the first Indigo, so he it's only was. fitting he should be at the season finale for this year, too. Yeah, and uh, his avatar is a cool picture of him and Mike. Uh, and then, uh, Philip, thank you as well. Won't make Whoa! it to a 630 time frame from Nashville. First round on me, boys. Oh, well, thank you, Philip. Hopefully we'll run into you. Hopefully I'll still be there. Not sure. Um, but uh, Dolphin of the cap to you for that uh, kind gesture, sir. I am even money to be there at 6.30. I got to pick up dinner and bring it home. So that's the that's the issue. It'll be close. It'll be close. Hey, uh, really quickly, guys, I've talked about this uh, several times, but I want to draw your attention to this. Uh, this would be an urgent alert for those of you looking to get a hot tub, and I mean it because this is the best deal you're going to get. It's Pinch a Penny, of course. We've talked about it before. We're hot tubbing. Here we go. Uh, inviting you to participate in the opportunity where you get, uh, I mean, this is the sale of a lifetime, 0% interest financing for 60 months. That's crazy. It's almost five years. I just stop right there, man. It ends on Monday. 
So on Monday, this deal goes away. After Monday, I should say. So the deal ends on Monday the 23rd. All hot spring spas are available for 0% interest for 60 months. When did it become the TV industry? You know? TVs were three, four grand a piece, and now you can get one, 0% financing. I remember when furniture was like that. Furniture's still screw job. You know, Canes down in Tampa would always do that. Canes furniture around Mm, New Year's. The big New Year's, you know, you're thinking, well, I could really use a sectional. But now, with the hot tubs, this is a real premium piece of equipment. You want a hot tub. And it's also the right time of the year. They're smart. They're breaking out the sale as the weather cools down, when you're actually going to use it a bunch over the next five, six months. Man, and you can get one. Delivered, installed with the top, the whole diggity do, zero percent interest, sixty months, as you said, Tom, with that Florida State math, five years, just about, yeah. <laughs> it is. If amazing. you could do a screen print of a logo on your cover, I know you joked that your face could be on it. My face should be on yeah. it. If you could put something else on it, anything, what would you put on it? It could even be like a picture of cherries. You know, what, what would it be? picture of cherries. I just figured that's perfectly random for you. It would be like, I would want cherries. Yeah, it is random of me. Uh, no, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, mood that I'm usually going to be in getting in a hot tub. Uh, be careful now. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, that, Jeff, you can't have that image on your... <laughs> that's not That's not good. Uh, yeah, me standing butt naked in the driveway. I was say, I think, yeah, Boogie Nights, that's copyright protection. <laughs> yeah, Butt cheeks, like the, the the whole thing is just one separate cheek that you fold down. There it is. And there's only one fold in the middle. Yeah, yeah, it's butt cheeks. There you go. Oh, make sure you close the cheeks. Pastor, you should really <laughs> use this thing, man. It's amazing. Uh, man, yeah, just big butt cheeks right there with the flap that you – yeah, it's perfect. Have there been any incidents in the neighborhood of late? Has, None. It been, has it been remarkably quiet? It has been. Well, especially this week. I've been down for the... I, I felt like an ancient person. I've been in bed every night by 8, 8.30. I'll flip on the baseball game. I'll watch the Phillies not win. Then I turn around and watch uh, the Astros decide they're never going to lose in Texas ever again. Well, Unless yeah. they're playing at home. Yeah, that is Texas too. Yeah, it is bizarre to watch that. They've scored in the games they've played yeah. in Texas Stadium. They've scored 39 runs. Old Maxie didn't throw very well two nights ago. No, and that first inning looked so good. I was like, oh, he's got his fastball. I, he hit 95. I wish I was watching with you. I should have hammered the lives. I'm like, oh, he's breaking out the curveball in the first inning? He's done. Because it's all about the slider for him. If he's breaking out the curveball, it means he hates his slider, which means he's screwed. Well, it was something. Um, yeah, no, that series is you know wide open, so there you go. But, uh, yeah, no home team is going to win there, apparently. Well, I, I, and now I'm fearful of what I thought was going to happen is going to happen. The Astros are going to the World Series. Astros D-backs. Ratings bonanza. Give me Astros Phillies. That's a war. Good work out of you. Good work, Director Matthew. Be well, everybody, and have a great weekend. Off to Corner Pocket Bar and Grill, 5 o'clock, happy hour. Peace.